Good morning, friends. Welcome to your weekly inspiration. I am Oluwa Bukoladio. I like to, I'm excited actually, because God is a covenant keeping God. So last week has been a back to back meeting for me, so much that um, I couldn't do this on Monday morning. But I'm glad I'm able to do it this Tuesday morning. And I'm glad you're listening to this. So this morning, I'll be showing you the kind of friends to keep on your path towards fulfilling destiny. The kinds of friends you keep on your path towards fulfilling destiny. That is to say, it's not all friends you can keep. There are some friends you need to run away from. There are some friends you don't need in your life. There are some friends that by their reason of betrayal, they just get off the path. You get. And when that happens, you don't have to suck at it. You just have to move on with your life that that's destiny. You remember God telling Samuel that, How long will you mourn for Saul for I've rejected him? So Samuel was still sucking and God had to wake him up and say, Samuel, how long will you keep doing that? I've rejected Saul and I've found for myself her David. May we not be rejected in Jesus' name. So circle of friends are the association you keep for the interactions in your life. You keep circle of friends for, for the energies that come into your life and that goes out of your life. To a large extent, your friends determines or influences your communications your interests, your beliefs, your values, your life as a whole. You remember this popular saying that says, show me your friends and I will tell you who you are. So it means your friends can influence you. Your friends can also influence the outcome of your life and your decisions. They are very vital to your life. This morning, I'd like to show you a scripture from Luke chapter 23 verses um, 8 to 12 talking about Herod, Herod and um, Pilate you see these two were not friends before but because of a particular purpose they decided to be friends okay so I read Luke 23 I'm taking it from verse 8 now when Herod saw Jesus he was exceedingly glad, for he had desired for a long time to see him, because he had heard many things about him, and he hoped to see some miracle done by him. You see his heart? Then he, then he, he is just after what Jesus can do. He has nothing to offer Jesus. Then he questioned him with many words, and he answered him nothing. He questioned Jesus with many words, and Jesus answered him nothing. And the chief priests and scribes stood and vehemently accused him. Then he, and Herod could not defend him. Can you imagine? Then Herod with his men of war treated him with contempt and mocked him. Arrayed him in a gorgeous robe. They were doing all that to Jesus, by the way. And sent him back to Pilate. That very day, Pilate and Herod becomes friends with each other. For, brief, for previously, they had been an enmity with 
each other. You see, that scripture told us that Pilate was the first person to heard about to add about Jesus. As a matter of fact, when they took Jesus and they accused him for the first time, I didn't take verse six and seven. It was Pilate they took Jesus to, accusing Jesus of what he didn't do. And as soon as Pilate heard that Jesus was from Galilee, and he knew that Galilee was Herod's jurisdiction, he just sent Jesus to Herod, who was also in Jerusalem at that time. Now, Herod has been has been panting, you know, he's been excited to see Jesus, like just like we friends we keep in our life. Some of them are so excited when they see us, they jump at us, you know, they, they just they, they want us around them. Some of them have even told you that oh, God said I should I should join myself to you. But many times we are doing this thing with the wrong perspective. Now look at Herod, he was he was excited, but it wasn't after what he wants to do for Jesus. How can I help this man of destiny? Because he himself wasn't a man of destiny. He was after what Jesus can do. He was after the miracles that can be done by him. So when he saw Jesus, he was, he was, he, he was just questioning Jesus with many words. He, and Jesus just like, Jesus couldn't assign nothing. Jesus was like, my kingdom was not of this world now. You understand? Then, but the amazing thing is that the real friends I saw in this scripture is Herod and Pilate that became friends again over Jesus because they have same purpose, evil purpose, of course. So we became we become friends based on purposes. We have we, we make friends consciously and we become friends intentionally you don't have friends unintentionally you don't get into friends without into friendship without understanding the purpose why you are in that friendship you don't get into a relationship without understanding why you are there without thinking of how you can be self you can selflessly give to that relationship if all you are looking out for a relationship is what you can get what you can get then that relationship is not an LD relationship okay now the evil desire of Herod was satisfied by Pilate by sending Jesus to him you know and they became friends back which was actually a friend for a, a, a wrong purpose so friend you must consciously ask yourself the reason why you chose that friend the reason why you are following that block the reason why you are following that site the reason why you keep going to that website you don't want to keep going to. And you find yourself held in bondage of that, of that site or held in the captivity of that friend you really don't want to be a friend to. Because being a friend or being his friend kept making you engaging in what you don't like doing. So you really need to stop. You really need to stop by asking yourself, why am I here? Is this where I wave? If that's not where you have to be, then you have to stop. Because friendship is made on purpose. It's not made on impulse or made on what people will say. Your life should not be built on what people will say, but what is ordained to be. So, 
also, I think we'd like to talk about why do we even choose life partners as well? Okay, I'm checking tables here. Some people choose a life partner for the self for selfish reasons. For the selfish reasons of what they can enjoy or benefit through that relationship. Without bothering to find out and know how they can be of good blessing to their partner. And that's why some relationships lack, you know, the, the, the happiness, the joy, you know, the strength it's meant to give. You see, some others choose a, choose a life partner for what they can give to make the life of their partner better. The all it's on their head is how to make their partner a better individual. For me, I'd rather choose the latter. Someone who chooses me not based on bias, not on gifts, not on talent, but having my interest at heart or how it can give me so much to be a better individual. And I also want to choose based on how I can be of great blessing to you, how I can assist to nurture your life, your values, to be better. Because that's what relationships should be all about. For God so loved, he gave. If you really love, all you should be bothered about is giving. And sincerely, if you can give love correctly, you will definitely reap love accurately. You only reap what you sow. Every good marriage is rooted in about being selfless. And true love... It's about giving your best, not about what I want to give. Hey, baby, why is that friend in your life? The earlier you can sincerely answer that question, the faster and easier your journey to destiny becomes. All right? So the friends in your life determines your conversations, determines your performance, they determine your drive, your spirituality, and the type of result you obtain. So if you find out that your conversations are getting foul, check your friends, check your surroundings, check your environment, check what, yes, check the even the music you listen to and you relate with. The, many times our subconscious mind records things we don't know. So you need to check what happens in your subconscious mind too because your soul encompasses a lot. So take a stock of your life and um, decide to choose friends of destiny henceforth. Okay, quickly, let me talk about who are friends of destiny. A friend of destiny is someone who believes in your faith, your conduct, your vision, your life, your values, your pursuit, and your desired destination. And friends of destiny contribute a lot to your arrival in destiny. One of the good contributions that made David... The man David arrived at his throne at a very prime time of his life in destiny are good friends. You know, they also helped him to build and establish his kingdom despite many wars and the household adversaries, adversaries he experienced. David needed them in his life in, as well as a sound friendship relationship with God. He, wasn't, he didn't say I'm self-sufficient, okay? So it's pertinent to know that your friendship with God means a lot to you. You can't compromise it. And anyone that has friendship with God, you know what? It means you will have enmity with the world. Now, 
enmity with the world does not really mean you'll be taken out of this world, you know. But it means that your friends cannot be world lovers. They, are, they would rather be world changers by the power of God. Okay? But aside good, good friendship with God, you need good friends on the heart. Friends of destiny like are defined. Okay, so briefly let me itemize the good relationships in David's life. One, Jonathan and David. Ahitophel and David. And um, Ushai and David. Although Ahitophel fell out, by the way, because of his covetousness, he wanted to stand with whosoever is reigning. He had forgotten that a good friend must stick closer at all times, even than a brother. Okay? So he wasn't ready to lay his life when it looks like David was has lost his throne to his son Absalom. He switched to Absalom. And you know what happened? He ended up losing his life. There are some friends of destiny you don't switch for covetous purposes. If you switch them, you are doomed for life. And that was the case of Ahitophel. He switched David to Absalom. He lost his confidence. He gave advice it wasn't taken. And he, and he took his life. What a terrible end for him. If he had stood with a friend of destiny, a friend of purpose, he would have gone higher than where he was. So, your friends, your friends, your friends. You need good friends too. Good friends. And you know that Ahitophel cancer really helped David's kingdom. So, good friends, at times it could be that you are helping, but that friend being in your life too is also a source of a great help and a great strength to you. Don't try to, to, to think them out to another, especially when you are sure they are friends of destinies. Alright, and you see Ushai and David. Ushai was a loyal friend. He didn't mind going down. He didn't mind Absalom stepping on his ego. Just for him to get information that will save David's head in his down moments. He was a good friend. He stood with David at good and bad times. And he, he, he rose with David too. Good friends are ready to go anywhere with you and rise with you. So there is you need to examine the relationships in your life. You need to itemize them like I've itemized few ones in David's lives. In, in, Dave, in the life David lived, rather. Are your friendship destiny-oriented? Are you all consumed about what you can give or what you can get? You need to check it. It must be about what you can give. Okay? Are you sowing loyalty? Are you sowing blessings into your relationships? Or, or, or you're thinking of you are faster than God <laughs> and you are being disloyal. All right. So you need to check it and take a U turn today. Either must have friends, must be friendly too. Some of you, you don't even know how to check on your friends, you don't even know how to be vulnerable with destiny friends. Destiny friends can help you. Because when you are vulnerable to them, you don't, because they are destiny friends, they could understand what you're going through. I have a covenant friend in my life that whenever I just share something, just like, ah, I'm also going through that same dealing. And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> okay. So those are destiny friends. Destiny friends. God, God had arranged them. God had not made us to be independent yeah we are dependent on god 
and he has he has decided to give us relationships we can leverage on interdependent relationships okay there are times you need to humble yourself and and plead with your friend be vulnerable with destiny friends proverbs 6 3 they are the best to cover your nakedness destiny friends all right so make it make make it take a stock of your life and um, begin to choose right friendship begin to cut off wrong friendship and uh, be a better person so i see you having good and friendly good friendly and destiny relationships in your life in your home in your workplace in your sphere of influences in all your ministerial expressions in jesus name so let's pray lord jesus i pray for my friends this morning that you will work on our hearts you will uproot every form of unfriendliness with destiny friends in our hearts in the name of jesus lord i pray that um, you will teach us to be friendly by the ministration of the Holy Spirit to our hearts, in the name of Jesus, every root of hatred, every root of lost identity, every root of limitation in every heart, we pull it out today in the name of Jesus. We pull it out today and we ask that the fire of the Holy Ghost separate them off your life in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for advancement for my friends in destiny, advancement for us in our career, advancement for us in our ministry, our ministerial expressions in the name of Jesus. I pray the good purpose of God shall be accomplished in our lives in the name of Jesus. I pray that the benefit of serving God and having good friends, we shall reap in the name of Jesus. As we sow into good friends relationships, we shall reap good friend relationships. Thank you, our Father, for we are strengthened this morning to do your will. We bless your name, Jesus, for in Jesus' name we have.